0: This week, we read A Scandal in Bohemia.
1: I see a woman stealing porno from a man. Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, will you find that man's porno?
2: The game is afoot, all our buddies. Welcome to the final pod, The only Sherlock Holmes read-through podcast that watched half of Schindler's List and an episode of Quantum Leap before reading the entire story last night, and so was a little confused about why Scott Bakula played Irene Adler, but never fulfilled her destiny as a legendary seducer and murderer of Nazis. I'm one of your hosts, Casey, and joining me is the only man ever to have had his caps lock remotely deactivated by Apple following an encounter with a customer who requested a hot frappuccino with ice.
0: <laughs> yeah, that really did happen. Um, So... Yeah. So this are story. Are you serious? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Actually, I was gonna. No. Say, wait. I to think wait. It was... People do order, um, iced. Okay. So there's a caramel. Monte... Oh, okay, Here we go. So there's a caramel macchiato. Right. You can order right. iced. There's a caramel frappuccino. They are absolutely right. different beverages in almost every single way. People okay. always try to order blended caramel macchiatos this drink does not exist you want a caramel a channel. Thing. and yet customers will always exist that they want a blended caramel macchiato and i've given this rant so many times because it keeps on happening anyway it's
2: so their sure unicorn it's their white whale <laughs> they they know yeah well the uh, rant having been given who who is that over there uh writing a flaming screed against the entitled customer
0: uh oh it's absolutely me um so we oh no i lost your sound for a second uh,
2: Dylan's yeah. gonna have fun with that episode. was your due okay, to okay, introduce <laughs> yourself nick
0: I, oh i'm nicholas cohen and i read this <laughs> s- story several days ago um for real this time uh so yeah should i should i t- should i say what the story's about should i should i maybe just should do we do that uh, here no let's uh <laughs> yeah I don't, I
2: don't know if we do that here yet this is uh sometimes this is a story that introduces, uh, as you mentioned last time in the last episode, where we talked way too damn much about religion. Um, <laughs> What's this podcast about? <laughs> this, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. So give us, give us, give us a capsule. What's this episode about, Nick? Okay.
0: This episode is about uh, Holmes just getting absolutely owned by some yeah. opera singer lady, and he. Yep. So basically, this uh, really just rich uh, king, the king of Bohem, the king of Bohemia. Uh, right. Is his actual title uh, comes in and is like, You are, you know, the best detective in uh, London or in the world or whatever. And I have a serious, important, rich person problem that I need you to help me solve. And Holmes is like, Oh boy, here we go. And so the king is like, Yeah, I am about to get married to this lady, and she's really nice, but unfortunately, she has a delicate disposition, and I have had previous experiences with this lady, this adventurous, which, by the way, is an awesome title. I don't actually know what it entails, but it
2: sounds cool. It is laden with implication. Oh,
0: yes. And you know he he
2: different different woman by the way he he's he's saying he's had he's had past experiences with a different woman than the woman to whom he is currently betrothed yes
0: exactly and he's like i need you to help me destroy all of the evidence and holmes is like all right what's the evidence what'd you do uh idiot okay (laughs) from the very beginning holmes this is like peak holmes i really don't care about your problem but i'm desperately like gonna try to pretend that one of the Not to derail, but one of, like, my favorite things that is absolutely a reoccurring, consistent trait of Holmes is that he does not give a single part of a fuck who you are. It's only if Mm -hmm. your story is interesting, if your case is interesting. Right. And this guy's the king, so obviously Doyle plays this to, like, the highest comedic effect he possibly can. And Holmes just disrespects this dude in every way possible within, like the the span of just each interaction he has with him um at one point the king like sticks out his hand to shake his hand and holmes just ignores it like it's just that whole attitude the whole time he holmes is just there so like good. rich people do indiscreet stuff like this all the time this is nothing that you better have something interesting about this story and right. he kind of just carries on through the case thinking that like there isn't anything particularly interesting um until he kind of encounters irene adler and then he's like and from the beginning he kind of underestimates her he's like yeah Mm -hmm. she's pretty but how smart can she really be probably not very right i'm i'm still gonna solve this it's no
2: problem let's let's find out how smart shall we yeah yeah the story begins uh with watson as it always does Mm -hmm. talking about how uh he got real married and doesn't see much of his buddy anymore yeah now now tell me nick we 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 skipped a novel, didn't we? We skipped the Sign of Four. That was the second one. Yeah, we skipped one novel, and Watson just went and got married. Like, <laughs> so, did he get married in the Sign of Four? Yes, is
1: that he his? does.
0: Yeah, the the okay. client in the Sign of Four, uh, Mary Marson who brings the case to Holmes uh mm-hmm. ends up becoming ca- like an actual character in the story other than just client right. and she and Watson hit it off and they end up okay. getting married by the end of the story because Doyle kind of like it's literally just I hate to say this I hate to like be that person but it truly just is Conan Doyle like shoehorning in a romance for the sake of having a romance because right. um the study on Scarlet has the romance with the young couple it's kind of just like It kind of was just always a key and honestly kind of still to this day a key element of story to have if you're having a long-form story like a novel to have Mm. a romance in there somewhere right Uh, so he's like oh watson's well i can't marry Holmes." (laughs) so well (laughs) i (laughs) he's like somehow (laughs) i feel like that would be a huge mistake i don't know why um but but watson's right there
2: (laughs) and that's an element of sherlock not sherlock specifically um detective story as precursor to like the the noir detective stories we get later there has to be a dame
0: right yeah you can't and you can't hitch the detective to anybody because then they're right you know they're like they they operate alone kind of thing except Holmes doesn't he has Watson one of my also I have to say this one of my favorite things about the uh the Jeremy Bratt tv series is that Mm -hmm. they realize that Doyle marrying Watson was not very well thought out because it's like after immediately after he does this, he's like, "Crap! Now every time I write another story, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to explain how Watson got away from his wife to like help Holmes with this case because he's a doctor and he's married. Like he's obviously busy." And I was like, "Shit! Like I shouldn't have done this." The that TV series just ignores that altogether. They're just like they do the case. Watson doesn't get married. She just leaves at the end and Watson's like, oh, well, she was pretty. Oh, well, anyway. And he just, huh. he never leaves Baker Street. He never... And I That's... I personally like that. I I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, though, when I did first... Well, we have to read a sign it for it at some point because it's very, very of course. good. Uh, but actually, I am not one that usually goes for romance at all in stories. I'm kind of mm-hmm. just like, please just give me the adventure. But the, the romance with Watson and Mary is honestly kind of cute in the novel. Like, they... There, like mary's just like this really sweet nice person but she's also like you know really brave and just like as much mm-hmm. of a important character as a woman could kind of be at that <laughs> at that time
2: right fair for its time yeah
0: but i also really well, appreciate the
2: the tv series just kind of like ignoring just that sidestepping really, it, the whole thing it just that's made actually it much smoother. really elegant mm-hmm. yeah it just huh yeah, I'm I'm there with you. Um, I'm not opposed to romance and stories at all. It just has to be like good or interesting or meaningful. One <laughs> of the one of the series I'm reading right now, the Mercy Thompson series, which is, uh, it's another urban fantasy. It's about a woman who's a skinwalker. There's of course there she solves that? mysteries. There, uh, skin. Well, she can turn into a coyote, Nicholas, oh, and nobody right. yes, knows cryptid, why. Yes. 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 Krypton/ oh, well, she's not Native technically a skinwalker. Lore. Nobody knows why she can turn into coyote, because skinwalkers are a separate thing. It's we're exploring it. That's half the point. Okay, cool. But the thing is, um well, in the one I'm reading right now, she's solving a murder on a fairy reservation, which is pretty good. But the whole thing is there are two handsome werewolves, and of course they're both in love with her. Mm-hmm. And this was intolerable. <laughs> However, <laughs> As the series progress, yeah. they actually get character development. And so there's real tension wow. being Imagine built that. in this love triangle. And it's like, I mean, it's not what I want to spend the whole book reading about. Right, but yeah. um, it is it is nice when these, when the romantic subplots are between actual characters and not just literary devices that are being built into the machine of the story.
0: Yeah, there's a huge difference. Like, I absolutely will just read. I, I feel like the good, the element or, like, the ingredient that makes a romance readable and like tolerable for in a story Mm -hmm. is just like if they're also friends you know what i mean where it's not just like oh this is the like doyle is really good at doing this where he introduces a female character and his version of making her like being like Doyle drinking his respect women juice is just him being like this is like this woman's beautiful there's nothing wrong with her she just like you know kind of mm-hmm. like there's like the two ways of being sexist where you're like women are stupid or women are perfect and they have no flaws right. ever you know and Doyle's definitely in the second camp <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know uh but actually he did what he could with honestly with Irene Adler I think she's treated great as a character she's yeah. not a huge like she's not weirdly in the story that much you see her like two
2: she's times not. and <laughs> that's what makes her so good and so interesting yeah. because she is used very lightly as we'll see okay mm-hmm. so yes uh, Watson got real married uh, Holmes has been on his own a lot As happens mm. Your buddies get married They've got new lives You don't see him a whole ton anymore Fortunately Holmes has uh, the equivalent of murder podcasts And pumpkin spice lattes To keep <laughs> them company Which in this case are actual murders And cocaine Yeah,
0: yeah Holmes d- does cocaine I was really like excited for when we would finally mention this because oh, it's like so one of my weird. first things that i tell people is like did you know yeah fun fact holmes did coke so yeah uh there's yeah. actually a... oh well i
2: think i think we we probably we probably should make a note here that although you sell it you are a pusher <laughs> and not a consumer no. that the final podblum, the final podblum, nicholas is firmly and staunchly opposed to stimulants of any kind um no. oh that's the other thing about
0: i promise i won't keep coming back to this or I I I don't know I don't care I mean I believe um, you believe it in the episode in the Jeremy Brett episode A Scandal in Bohemia which I think is uh-huh. the first episode that they made the the episode that introduces the show
2: um it's fair this this is a good story to start out on for a lot of reasons
0: I wouldn't have been mad if this was the first story we read yeah
2: absolutely uh it's great
0: it's a great one to start out with but um the very first uh scene of that episode is Watson arrives at Baker Street and sees Holmes kind of like sitting there not moving and mm-hmm. Watson's like oh he's he's definitely doing cocaine like absolutely this is what happened <laughs> and Watson just starts digging into him like immediately he's like this is bad for you you're really like right and Watson gets mad which is like very interesting to see because Watson is typically just a very chill dude. Like you never really see he's, him. He's
2: the passive to Holmes's act. Yeah, you yeah.
0: never really see him judge Holmes in any way. It's just kind of like mm, I don't know. Like even there's a there's a exchange in this very story where Holmes is like, "Hey, you don't mind running the risk of getting arrested, do you?" And Watson's like, "Hell no! Nah. Like if it's very good reason, not, nah, <laughs> Like I'll go to jail. I don't care." But he, yeah, but he's like very like mad at Holmes. He's like, "Hey, you're destroying our mind. This is awful." Which is kind of like I don't know if that was a hot take in Victorian England to be against cocaine. I know people were doing opium left and right.
2: Yeah. I'm given to understand at the time that it was legal, but it was definitely considered a vice. It was not, uh, it was not a gentleman's habit. Right. Yeah. And so, and obviously
0: Doyle being a doctor would know that. Um, so, so yeah, but I I thought that was the, yeah. And for TV, it definitely makes sense to have that whole scene. Cause like, if you're going to talk about a character that does this, you really have to like, um,
2: contextualize it and be and like and out. this is bad and don't do this like yes Sherlock Holmes is cool but doing cocaine is not right. um, is not cool he can be cool and do things that are not cool right and honestly like having to baby the audience with like there's 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 a trope called and that's terrible <laughs> and it uh it stems from like a coloring book where Lex Luthor literally steals a trolley of pies <laughs> and it says Lex Luthor has stolen 10 pies and that's terrible. <laughs> and just the idea that like you have to show a bad thing and point out that it's a bad thing so that no one thinks you're supporting this thing is kind of preposterous and right. I don't really think it gives the audience enough credit. I think they can kind of draw their own conclusions. But okay, so yeah. I think definitely
0: with with books that's the case, but um I get it with TV because it's like you don't know what age range yeah, is fair. watching it and they kind of, they definitely did that for like okay, Holmes is kind of like for all audiences typically right so for any kids watching it's like oh by the way like you know adults are obviously going to be like oh i'm you know the, i'm not going to inject coke because i saw holmes doing it but like kids are going to be like That's what fair. is that you know so it makes sense but anyway yeah
2: <laughs> okay we are one and one half pages into the story so in another 30 <laughs> hours or so i think we'll be good Oh yeah probably all right so uh, holmes, <laughs> uh watson shows up yes says what it is my homie <laughs> and uh, Holmes immediately makes with the deductions, 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 mm-hmm. and says, you know, g- gives gives Watson the up down and uh, notices that he hides a stethoscope in the hat band <gasps> of his top hat, I love which that. makes me <laughs> so happy. I looked over <laughs> at my sleeping wife, and I was like, you "Fucking look me! This shit is kind of good." I just, uh, I think it goes back to my my ever-present and lifelong desire for a utility belt, and the disappointment I find in only being given fanny packs. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to have this, but cool. Exactly, it's <laughs> so good. And uh, it never it never occurred to me that like the hat bands, the bands on a top hat had a purpose, or yeah, could be used for. I a mean, purpose. I knew people stuck feathers in them. But I've never exactly. heard of, like, anyone
0: using the indoor, inside, indoors, inside part yeah, for anything. Yeah, equipment. And just, I snacks. thought that was just a weird Abe Lincoln quirk to keep stuff in your hat. It turns out everyone kind What did, did
1: Lincoln it.
2: keep in his hat, Nick Cohen? <laughs> right? No, what did he keep in there? You tell me. Abe you tell Lincoln, me
0: right now. That, no, there's a, there's a myth or whatever. It might have been true that, like, Abraham Lincoln um kept papers of his speeches in his hat and he would like take off his hat yes. and when he had to give a speech he'd just the papers would be in there instead of carrying them in his hands <laughs> also I thought everyone also knew this. doodles <laughs> i learned this in also like second small grade children
2: to crush with his giant hands okay <laughs> so then they get a german letter mm-hmm. uh discussing a matter of deepest moment Uh, Which confused me for a moment until a different moment. That's That's the problem I'm (laughs) illustrating. So, okay, apparently it means moment as in momentous, which threw me, but which upon understanding it, I actually really enjoy because I really enjoy illustrations of how the structure of our language hasn't changed, but the usage of it has. Mm -hmm. The parts Mm -hmm. are used in different ways now. So I'm going to describe important things as being of moment from now on. That's
0: also a very British thing, I believe.
2: It um, is cool. so Holmes Holmes deduces that the note is uh German, just first of all, because he's Holmes and he does a whole bunch of stuff. He says the grammar gives away its nationality, that it is the German who is uncourteous to his verbs. Because I like that the verb a lot that comes at the end of the sentence in German. And as uh, as a speaker of some little German, I I can confirm it is a preposterous language which seeks to balance mm-hmm. the entire sentence upon the point of a verb at the very end <laughs> yeah oh oh I found a fun thing okay so Holmes mm-hmm. is dissecting the nature of the envelope in which this note has come and says that the paper uh, Holmes, uh, Watson rather says that the the paper is yeah. very sexy that it comes at like half a crown a packet and mm-hmm. later they say something about uh, hiring a horse or buying a horse horses cost 150 guineas each and that means precisely fuck all to anyone who's reading this right (laughs) like me and american all right (laughs) well yeah and so in in the in the super fun and super excellent good omens by uh sir neil gaiman and the late dearly missed sir terry pratchett um Mm -hmm. i will not stop i will not start crying um they made a note in there because they made a reference to some british monies and it says note for young people and americans because they mentioned some (laughs) shillings and it says one shilling Equals five pence. It helps to understand the antique finances uh, if you know the original British monetary system. So, mm-hmm. two farthings equaled one haypenny or halfpenny. Two halfpennies, pennies equaled one penny. Three pennies equals a threepenny bit or threepence. Mm-hmm. Two threepences equal sixpence. Sixpence equal one shilling or bob. Two bob or florin, one florin and one sixpence are half a crown. So we're like, we're like six steps up the thing before you can even buy the paper this note was written on. First of Four all, this is way crowns. too many
0: coins. <laughs> exactly.
2: Four <laughs> half crowns make a 10 bob note, Two ten bob notes equal one pound or 240 pennies, one pound and one shilling equal one guinea. And here I quote, the British resisted decimalized currency, the system we all now use, for a long time because they thought it was too complicated. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's hysterical
2: it's pretty good like many things about Britain it is uh, it is completely hilarious and completely without the intention of being so oh yeah yeah for sure so then who who arrives at the humble home of uh, holmes and watson Then nick
0: the the king of bohemia and it's really funny because he arrives in disguise disguise yeah uh he's wearing a mask and that's it and then his normal yep. clothes this is this guy's like absolutely just wild uh so he walks but how into... did
2: you know it was me i covered the man's face <laughs> uh, right
0: exactly i'm like he's got like the incredibles mask that like just covers his eyes and that's it I don't understand.
2: So, this yeah, gives he... me a
0: plus two to deception <laughs> rolls. Which, of course, like offers the absolute perfect opportunity for Holmes to just be like, actually, nice try, but and just yeah. tells him everything about himself. He, he basically, he literally just at one point says, like, why are you doing this? Like, stop playing. Take off. Your... I know who you are. Like, you're not pulling anyone here except maybe Watson and not
2: even him. <laughs> I really love uh, moments in stories that focus on how detached royalty and high political people can become from the moments of day-to-day life because mm-hmm. he's like, he's just thinking to himself, okay, I need a disguise. I need to go talk to the Sherlock Holmes person. What do poor people do when they need a disguise? I know they cover their eyes. Mm-hmm. So he covers his eyes <laughs> and proceeds to still dress like a king. Yeah, like <laughs> it
0: doesn't change anything. He's got like
2: this most expensive
0: outfit ever. Ever, and, like, this coat of, like, super fine, rare materials. Exactly. It's like, dude, yes.
2: it's made of sex mink. Yeah. That's not true. Okay, so uh, he proceeds to tell him that he needs Holmes' help, that he met with Irene Adler some years ago. Now, Holmes has Watson look Adler up in an index. This mm-hmm. is very interesting to me. Uh, I'm a note-taker by nature. Yeah. And, you know, we think of Holmes as having this encyclopedic memory, and that's true, but it's an encyclopedia of limited size. Um, and yeah, you know, as we've seen in his, his memory palace techniques and whatnot. And it reminded me of something Einstein said about how, uh, he didn't know offhand the speed of sound and somebody made fun of him for it. Said, Mm -hmm. you're friggin' Einstein. You're the guy (laughs) we say when somebody's smart, like, how do you not know the speed of sound? And he said, like, dog, I can look that up in a book. Mm -hmm. I got to save room up here in my melon dome piece for (laughs) shit. What ain't in books. Right. Exactly. As translated from the German. And uh, that's exactly <laughs> Holmes's Holmes's point, and that's brought up usually in adaptations is that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't know about heliocentric theory or whatever. And it's not because he's stupid; it's because he has to delete shit. Like when you're going through your 2008 phone from Motorola, right? And you're like, I gotta, I gotta delete these six contacts because I gotta play some <laughs> Snake anyway. Yeah, right. It's like I don't talk to these people
0: anyway. Why are they even in my phone? But
2: yeah, so he, that place he, burned down. Right. Exactly. That happened to me once when, when, when Daisy's, Wait, what? Daisy's costume. Yeah. No, when this will be fun for our, for our Southern California peeps. When Daisy's <laughs> uh, costumery on, on Valley, not Valley Central. What was it? Lancaster Boulevard. It burned yes. down in like 2011. Right, I remember that. I was that. going I through, was through like... my phone. Yeah. I was going through my phone and I was like, huh, well, I, I guess I don't need that number anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Place burned out. It was I mean. just. <laughs> yeah, it was just an oddly adult moment. But anyway, oh, um, it was yikes. just interesting yeah. to me to see that that Sherlock does have a system uh, for the information that he um, that he comes across, and mm-hmm. uh, I wonder what that archive would look like. So this Adler, yes, uh, was a pa- was a paramour of the king's, and mm-hmm. is still in possession of a certain sensitive photograph mm-hmm. that yes. he would very much prefer his new lady not find because right. dames just just question marks on you know, top of a pair of legs he's he super knows. scared <laughs> but
0: yeah uh yeah there's definitely um about the whole uh only having space for certain things there that that not knowing that the earth goes around the sun is like canonically he does say that at one point yeah and there's a there's an explanation he i there's a quote where he's like he's talking about a uh your your mind is like an attic and you have to fill right. it with what kind of furniture you need and my job is detective so i can't i i need to fill it with only relevant things and the fact that it goes around the sun isn't relevant to me but yeah so apparently which is kind of weird if you think about it uh i don't really know if he was looking and now that kind of begs the question i'm still not sure if he had watson look up irene adler because he genuinely didn't know who she was or he did know who she was because she's pulled tricky stuff before and Mm -hmm. yet he oh no Oh, no, again, I get I was going to say he, he just wanted to, like, further make the point to the king that he doesn't give a rip about any of this,
2: but... Just flex on him, yeah. I
0: honestly think Holmes didn't know who... I think it's true. He didn't know who Irene Adler was because she's a woman, so why would he need to estimate her on the same level as these, like, bank heist men and all these, That's like, big point. crime committed,
2: you know... That's a point. It occurs to me that maybe he knew at one point, then wrote it down, then deleted it. Maybe, yeah. Or she yeah. just hadn't pulled anything like this before could be well pulled what let's find out so yeah yeah uh, the king says that he is being blackmailed mm-hmm. and Holmes Holmes iterates a number of times that he does not believe this is important he does not believe this is a real problem mm-hmm. that deserves his attention um, and he says to the king, uh, then I fail to follow your majesty, if this young person should produce her letters for blackmailing or other purposes, how is she to prove their identity? There is the writing, Pooh, poo forgery, <laughs> my private notepaper, stolen, my own seal, imitated, my photograph, bought, we a both in the photograph, oh, dear, that is very bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He says, that happens a couple of times in this story. There are some really snappy, like, back-and-forth dialogue-y moments that I love a lot, and just, oh, well, that's very bad. Yeah, Yeah, no,
0: Doyle's really good at that kind of thing where it's just people talking back and forth. They're always just, it's
2: always really funny. (laughs) Yeah, really dialogue-y. So the king has tried... Everything he can think of, which means almost nothing that doesn't involve throwing money at the problem Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, to get to get his his saucy photographs back, which like, look, we're never given details of what constitutes a saucy photograph Mm. in the late 1800s. I think I know what we're all picturing. We're all picturing dresses (laughs) pulled up over the hems of ankles. But, you know, it never it ever says
0: so in the tv show uh yep. you do i think you do see the photograph at one point it's literally just them fully clothed and mm-hmm. i think she's like on his lap or something
2: scandalous <laughs> like unbelievable this is yeah.
0: yeah so you know victorians yeah but- so
2: adler adler is going to wreck up this dude's impending marriage mm-hmm. with evidence of his actions I <laughs> so Guess? i don't i don't know what does adler want does it ever say
0: She wants, she's keeping the photograph because she wants protection. So I guess it's like if the king ever wanted to call her out
2: in any way, ruin her career. Like erase evidence of their relationship, whatever. Okay, so it's just just a guarantee of safety. It's not like she's actively extorting him. Mm -hmm. Right, no. She's just saying,
0: well, wait, I think it does say if... I don't know, something about, like, he keeps breaking in, he keeps sending people to break into her house to try to get the photograph back, and she's basically just like, no, and if you don't stop doing this, I'm gonna publish the photograph so everyone will know that this happened, and including your wife. Which is
1: the
2: first hint, which is the first hint we get that she is more than she seems, because, like, even though the king is not implied to be a terribly intelligent individual and solves all of his problems Mm -hmm. by throwing money at them, she is shown Mm -hmm. to have handily evaded his every effort like he hasn't like he's been really trying hard and has exactly and yet. she's just sidestepping yeah. all of it she's constantly three steps ahead uh as the king says mm-hmm. she has the face of the most beautiful of women and the mind of the most resolute of men which
1: <laughs> gross mm-hmm. but uh
2: but still it was yeah. i think it was as, as close as this kind of story could come to paying a woman a genuine compliment so i think pretty you much have like to it's like it. wow
0: you're almost as smart as a man <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly yeah well done also your explanation of sitting on the lap makes a lot more sense because i wondered like the the implication to our modern sensibilities is that the photo is an explicit one but then it occurred to me like didn't deguero types and whatever take like two hours to take so oh, yeah. like what yeah so whatever
0: pose you were in had to be a relatively
2: comfortable one <laughs> because one would hope either that or your muscle tone had to just be through the roof. yeah exactly yeah so, the king hires Holmes and Watson, uh, says, go, make this problem, go away from me. And Holmes, uh, he gives them some money. Holmes mm-hmm. literally provides a receipt for the per diem he's been provided. Mm-hmm. So, Holmes Holmes is a bad friend. He's a mannerless cad <laughs> and sometime borderline sociopath. But he is a businessman mm-hmm. of unimpeachable steadfastness. <laughs> oh, yes. <yeah. laughs> are a thing of beauty you could eat off of his ledgers and frequently he does all right what happens next
0: so yeah the king just drops down a ton of money and is just like deal with this and Holmes is like well yeah. i guess, i mean i'm kind of busy today but i'll get to it tomorrow or maybe the next day i don't know. right so
2: so he um he goes out uh i'm sorry we forgot something what did we forget well we are introduced to just a woman who is only referred to at this point as The landlady is Mrs. Hudson, not Canon.
0: (laughs) This is one of those things where Doyle fucked up. (laughs) Great,
2: (laughs) Mrs. Best explanation.
0: (laughs) The honestly, any continuity error that you may find in the Sherlock Holmes stories is almost certainly just Doyle not knowing what he wrote before. (laughs) Um,
2: Outstanding. So that's so good.
0: Yeah, he the landlady has like I think. I think she's Mrs. Turner for a minute and then she becomes Mrs. Hudson and then he's once he starts writing more and more stories so close it together a little
2: bit it she sure. stays mrs hudson because he doesn't have enough time to forget what he named
0: the i
2: love that <laughs> so much i love the idea that if he were working today he's one of those writers who would like depend on the wiki his own fans put mm-hmm. together just to keep he'd, his he'd own like, shit straight everyone
0: on twitter would just be like hey hey you forgot <laughs> what about this what about this? that's so
2: good <laughs> it's like the it's it's like the skinner meme it's like when you're reading it it's like did i forget did i mix these up no no it's the author who's it's wrong the, yeah in, in this case <laughs> yeah. you would be correct that's delightful
0: <laughs> he's the kind of writer who would just be like he'd just make up explanations on the fly like that's so oh, good well, she, they got a different they got a different lady. it's a different lady don't worry about it yeah but, but no, no, yeah no,
2: it's it's fine holmes killed the old one it was an accident Don't no, <laughs> exonerated
0: really nasty accident yeah
2: so, no, don't talk about it. Um, okay what next so
0: yeah so uh Landlady is introduced, different landlady, same little landlady with a different name. Who knows? We may never know. <laughs> we may never know. Um, so yeah, Holmes, Holmes goes out. He puts on a disguise as a, oh my gosh, what is the word for it? Uh, um, the word is
2: groom. He comes groom. in dressed as a drunken groom, which yes. which confused me very much until I realized they probably meant like horse groom yes. and not like marrying a lady groom.
0: Right, exactly. So he he goes out and... Um, Basically, uh, just starts mingling with, I guess, the best way to get information out of a neighborhood is to talk to the other grooms, the other cab drivers, sure. the horse. horse. Actually, no, I think cab drivers and the people who took care of the horses were a different job. So he dresses up so yeah, there were classes. Yep. yeah as one of those guys. And he obviously has enough horse-related knowledge to fit in well enough uh, mm-hmm. to get them to believe that he is, in fact, one of them. And Enough he talks, horse
2: sense, if you will. Yeah,
0: exactly. Or just really good at BSing, um, which, you know, it, he would have to be. Uh, really and good
2: at horse shit,
0: Nicholas. horse shit. It was yeah. right there. Oh, it, oh, dang it. Ah, cut. Re- we got to re- record that. Start I over.
1: Got...
0: <laughs> Hit no, the podcast uh, reset button. Yeah. yeah. Darn it. Podcast canceled. All right. Everyone fired. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> all two we gotta of put all, this. All we got to put this plus... episode down. <laughs> no, wait, all four of us, because there's Dylan and then there's Scout. Who's
2: the producer? Just, just um, <laughs> put this episode on the stump and load up the shotgun and make sure little <laughs> Billy doesn't look.
0: Take this episode out back and shoot it like a lame. Aw, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. All right. No. So yeah, Holmes. So,
2: Holmes dresses up like a groom for to reconnoiter.
0: Yes, and he gets so much information out of these people that he gets info. He gets dirt on everyone in the neighborhood, including people he didn't even want to know about. So, exactly. That's a
2: bonus. He just yeah, pulled so just much like, extra dirt. It's delightful. He's just standing
0: there, like, "Oh, why do they got to stop? I got what I want." So, so they, he gets all this information, and he sees Irene Adler for the first time, um, mm-hmm. and uh, she's leaving her house to go somewhere. And then this dude, uh, who's her, who's a, is he's, it's a man who's a lawyer, and mm-hmm. nobody's sure at first whether he works for her or <clears throat> if he's, you know, a lover or something like that. And right. he quickly finds out because she leaves the house. He also leaves the house, and they both are going to the same place. And he's like, shoot, and he's like, uh-huh. grabs, you know, the next taxi and follows them immediately. Right. And he arrives at this church, and they're standing up at the front of the church talking to a priest or something and vicar, um, something yeah, yeah a vicar uh someone important and uh they look agitated and he just
2: kind of sits down Vicar? he hardly knows her
0: oh god um so yeah uh he gets in there and they catch sight of him and are like hey come here and Holmes is like Whoa, question marks um <laughs> And so he comes up there, and he realizes that they are getting married right then, and they need a witness. And then he's the witness, and he finds this absolutely hilarious. He goes home and immediately is like, Watson, John, I have to tell you about what just happened.
2: Bro. And I love that because I I think, I I don't know if it was an intentional goof. Not Mm -hmm. goof as in, like, mistake, but in, like, good goof. Yeah. He's dressed as a groom, and then he's called to bear witness to a marriage. I don't know. I think oh, my gosh. In there. Something I really loved uh, was that there was a brief mention of this gentleman caller of hers uh, mm-hmm. being of something referred to. And I think this is the only mention it gets in the story. He is of the inner temple, which is implied to be some sort of like. OK. Yeah. So especially in like the Robert Downey Jr. movie and in the older stuff, there are all these like bonkers pseudo-religious magic societies and philosophical fraternities and Mm -hmm. stuff like that because you know you had your you had your freemasons you had your Thalema and all them cats and like at the time if you told somebody you were a member of the inner temple or the order of the golden dawn or you you know the new temple and, and stuff like that the implication was like rich white dudes so it was respectable and you had extremely luxe secret clubhouses with servants and leather chairs whereas today like if you heard somebody say oh yeah I, I belong to the inner temple of the golden dawn's third eye you'd be like oh Okay, well, this guy's in a cult. Fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's just it's a really interesting cultural shift that uh, I don't think could have been anticipated ahead of time.
0: Oh yeah, right. I know. I just yeah. actually just looked it up to try to figure out. Do you know what it is? What the inner temple I is? I don't. I okay. don't see. That's the th- go. Tell me. Tell me. Learn. No, me I a just thing. I just tried to look it up and I don't know either. Still, I it's uh it is like a vaguely religious thing from what I'm right. finding. Maybe. Vicinity of Temple, ch- wait, the Temple refers to the area in the vicinity of Temple Church. So, it's a, so it is a church, but oh. I don't oh, know. Oh, it's and literally
2: the, just the church they got married at. But then at. there's something oh. to do with,
0: no, 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 there's something to do, there's also something to do with the, hmm, the military order of the Knights Templar built the church. Okay. Oh, boy. And then we're like just abandoning the story and just stumbling across yeah, this whole thing. Yeah, I don't experience. think we have time to get into
1: the <laughs>
2: Templars, but-
0: so if anyone knows about the historical yeah. Victorian inner temple, what that means, because I wondered yeah. and I could not find out,
2: but... By all means, add
0: us. But I found out what a groom was, so there's yeah, that. We learned stuff. Yeah, we learn stuff. So yeah,
2: Holmes stalks a lawyer and a songbird to a church. Three cabmen have a very good day, because uh, in rapid <laughs> succession, like, oh, a yeah. lawyer hops into a cab and he says, You there! all the gold in England if you get me there in 20 minutes and then off they go and then mm-hmm. and then Adler hops into a cab and says you there all the gold in England uh, a guinea half a guinea if you get me there in 20 minutes and then Holmes does the exact same thing yep. and it was a really good it was a really good rule of three mm-hmm. joke that made yeah. me really happy uh, yeah. I liked it a lot that so, was nice he tells uh, Watson that he has borne witness to this union that he quote assisted in the tying up of Irene Adler, spinster, mm-hmm. to Godfrey Norton, bachelor. Fun fact: This is a true fun yes. fact, not one of the lies I tell you. <laughs> I was I was about to ask. Uh, I would never tell you, but that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. So I recently earned a, or learned rather the origins of the term spinster. Uh, apparently, it was a job a, like a literal spinster. You spun wool, right? You spun it oh, into yarn okay. and usable fabric and other things. So it was a job yeah. that women could do from their homes and be successful and independent from men. And so this societal oh. implication naturally became, <laughs> okay. oh, they must be busted old hags that no man wants to marry. When in reality, it was dames who was sitting pretty with their own homes and their own businesses who didn't need no man. That's so why it
0: literally just means independent. And yet it exactly. just somehow evolved into this horrible, like,
2: you this know, der- almost derogatory slur. term yeah. for a single woman. Uh, that's awful. <laughs> Do you ever, oh man, people are the worst. They, anyway. they really are. <laughs> So, yeah, they got married on the quick fast And it, what's weird is the marriage Between them seemed Very rushed and shady to me And I don't think that was ever really addressed again Was it?
0: Yeah, I, it wasn't I don't know if it's because If it had something to do with the king Where like, she wanted to just really quietly like, just Get hitched to this guy And then like book it and go away Because if the king found out she was getting married I don't,
2: Something bad would happen. Something something, who knows, I don't uh, know
0: or if it was just like she is a famous singer or a famous yeah. singer, so maybe it was a f- celebrity thing where she didn't want to like make a big deal out of, you know, it was just too big of a deal and she didn't have time. So she just wanted to have a nice, quiet, like, you know, low key thing.
2: Maybe Could I don't be know. two things. First thing. Another thing I recently learned, not Mm -hmm. a lie, is that the practice of wearing sunglasses actually originated with female performers, both actresses and singers, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, because of the very bright footlights on the stages uh, that that would cause them eye damage sometimes. And it wasn't wasn't until dark glasses were adapted to the aviator style that we now know and love until they were adopted by fighter pilots that they became acceptable menswear. So there was a period of like 40 or 50 years when getting to cover your eyes with nice, nice dark glass on a day that's too damn bright, It was like that was chick shit, <laughs> which is the perfect example of men screwing themselves. If with you're this manly toxic enough, you'll just squint. <laughs> you exactly. can just squint. <laughs> you just look into the sun and wait for the sun to blink.
0: <laughs> that really reminds me of like it was this like I don't know some kind of viral tweet or post or something where some guy was talking about another dude giving him crap for wearing sunscreen and he's like right you think i'm stronger than the sun the fucking sun!" <laughs>
2: exactly, <laughs> which really is like the attitude i don't know oh man well and the mm. other thing the other thing was that uh it's mentioned a couple times that she's a fairly famous fairly high profile singer in this mm. i have never seen that carried into an adaptation have you
0: Famous famous singers
2: or well no no the, the of of Adler being a singer in every <sighs> in every iteration I've ever seen like all the shows and movies she's always like she's the sort of Selena Kyle like like an assassin or some shit yeah no you're... yeah right, like yeah, Fifi what, she's con never... artist is what she is and does she's never mentioned as having like a proper job
0: right and I mean even like. Yeah, from I'm literally thinking of every adaptation that I've seen. I don't, I can't remember any of them actually, other than the the TV, the 70s, 80s TV series where it actually shows her singing and being an opera singer. Everything else is just like either they'll mention that that's what she is, but she's never shown doing right. anything like that, right? Or they just don't, or they give her some other like more cool or more like sexy job or something.
2: I don't know. It's well, ridiculous. Well, that's okay. That's mm-hmm. another thing I think that has to do with the way we read these stories and the way we expect them to go. Because we live in an age where media is very self-aware and very meta, and it builds on itself constantly. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that when Doyle introduced this character, he didn't necessarily intend for her to be this canon-spanning, incredible burglar creature. Does she come back in other stories later?
0: No. No. No, this no, is it. No, really?
2: This is it. She's a one off? She is wild. in one. Argon
0: Adler is in one short story. That's and yet so She good. somehow makes such an impact that she's in almost every Sherlock Holmes adaptation that, that gets made into a movie.
2: Good. Well, that makes even less sense then. Because like if she if she showed up later and like she had a different job every time or a different husband every time and she mm-hmm. had this cat burglar lifestyle, then that would make sense. Right. But she's just become flanderized. She's in, just a in lady. All of the adaptations.
1: She's, she's, she's a lady. just a lady.
2: But guys. the thing that
0: distinguishes well, her from anyone else in the story is she is the only woman who ever beat Sherlock Holmes. So right. I think just the weight of that is like, oh well, she's the only smart woman. one and done they can match him. like obviously all these men can match him obviously moriarty who's a math professor and whatever but like you know just like a woman who's an opera singer like it's so it's so ridiculous like i it just blows my mind and she never beats him again in any other like it's not like they bring him or her into the movies to be smarter than holmes she's always there as a romantic interest Right, which is like straight people back off.
2: Like you honestly, don't do this stuff. Just let She's Holmes married. and Watson kiss for the <laughs> right, life. Like, uh, Well, honestly though that that does make a measure of sense that he never brought her back because if your debut story is, hi, I'm the woman who beat Sherlock Holmes, where do you go from there? I right, like you can't top it. Yeah, you have her beat him again, which is the thing she's already done, or mm-hmm. you have her lose, which is a step down. So it, it kind of makes sense that she doesn't show up. Oh, yeah. But honestly, so <laughs> you you mentioned Moriarty. Later, uh, when Holmes is sneaking home after doing more of his skullduggery, mm-hmm. like, someone calls out to him in the nighttime and yeah. says, good night, Sherlock Holmes. And he looks around and he and he says something to the effect of, well, I wonder who that could have been. Well, well, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna investigate it. Yeah, he's like. He says. I think he
0: actually. What he actually says is, uh, I've heard that voice before, or something, something like, like that, that. Which is yeah. really
2: funny. Well, <laughs> and to my modern mind, like if this were a modern incarnation of this story, that would have been Moriarty, right? Mm, yeah, probably. Yeah. Because the whole, the whole time we read the first novel, I was waiting for some hint of Moriarty. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute, this isn't the MCU. Like, mm-hmm. they're not, you know, <laughs> Doyle isn't planning these 50 stories in advance and setting right. up the Sherlock Holmes shared short story universe. Uh, which is one of the reasons I liked this story so much, is that mm-hmm. the first one, the first one we read. Um, uh, the, study, the
0: Study in study Scarlet. And Scarlet. You were waiting for Moriarty to show up all through Study in Scarlet? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I was waiting for like hints of it. I don't know, but yeah. my point is, you
0: know what? Though? I liked that book. I'm not making fun of you. That's absolutely valid. With how like blown up, you know what? I'm gonna tell you this. I'm trying to decide if I should like tell you this or just let you discover tell it. Me. I'm just gonna tell you. Hit it. Me. Tell me. Moriarty is this. It's the same deal with Irene Adler. He yeah, Moriarty appears done, right? in. Ready? Ready for it? Two stories. Great. Two short stories. So and
2: good. And <laughs> that's it. He says maybe we like, are four so lines. bad at adapting this property (laughs) doyle planned nothing i need you to understand this doyle didn't plan anything i'm coming to understand that and that's kind of what i enjoy because the first the first book we read was a serial killer loose in london with mysterious motives great Mm -hmm. thing and then this next story is just like a guy had an embarrassing photograph stolen that's the whole story and also Mm -hmm. a dame is smarter than sherlock and i really like that he scaled it down because we have this the way our modern media has trained it, and I'm not compl- complaining. I enjoy right. our modern media. Endgame was incredible. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to see the exact same things that you just read on the screen. And there's this sense of scaling. There's always this sense that it has to be building. That it always has to be bigger. The stakes have to be higher. There has to be more danger. And like, nah, dog. Sometimes <laughs> a lady just done stole you, incriminate, and snaps, and you gotta hire Sherlock Holmes to get him back. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Um yeah. speaking of which we should probably get back into that story. Right. So, I'm like,
0: "Oh, it's been 50 minutes." Oh.
2: <laughs> your your favorite part came up where uh Sherlock Holmes uh comes out dressed as a vicar uh or as <laughs> the uh man on the Quaker oats box and <laughs> uh yeah. asks asks Watson to join him in some crime. Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right. Well, I'm going to do something illegal. Do you are you cool with that?" <laughs> and Watson's like, Yes. Yes, I am. Um, yeah. Because he cannot resist uh, ex- adventure. Watson physically cannot say no to exciting stuff. He's like, if you leave
2: me out, I... I w- <laughs> Holmes and the adventure that Holmes provides is quite literally Watson's drug.
0: Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Um, Yeah, Watson's just is I an amazing character to me because he is such a normal guy. And yet he just has this spark in him that just is so chaotic, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that, like, must, you know,
2: be appeased. So they they come up with this plan, and it, what, Sherlock is such a fucking jackass because uh, he does this this whole thing where they and there's another snappy little dialogue sequence, mm-hmm. like you said. It says, "By the way, Doctor, I shall want your cooperation. I shall be delighted. You don't mind breaking the law? Oh, not in the least. Oh no, you don't mind a chance of running arrest? or oh, not in a good cause. Oh, the cause is excellent. Well, then I am your man. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole really snappy back and <laughs> forth. E. K. Come do some crimes with me, and then." Holmes binds Watson not to interfere no matter what he sees or what happens. Mm -hmm. So like, hey, come, I'm gonna need your help with this. And what I need you to do is fucking stand there just don't okay <laughs> just watch me be incredible that's mm-hmm. what i need you to do here john can you do that and yeah, i think we all know the answer is yes
0: um, and this is key you can't do
2: anything exactly <laughs> very important fucking hey watson do you like the classic children's board game mousetrap because welcome <laughs> to friendship with me here take this smoke bomb and be ready for crimes
0: <laughs> God. that is the best description of their relationship i've ever heard (laughs) honestly
2: okay then they proceed to stalk a little bit more um now that she's married adler is theoretically or so supposes holmes as threatened by the photograph as the king is that it's now sort of Mm -hmm. a mutually assured destruction scenario right which is odd because again it really seemed like that marriage like they were pulling something off it seemed like they were getting away with something by doing this marriage but it really did just endanger her further? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's possible that there's some social convention at play that we're not aware of. We yeah. always have to keep that in mind.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe he I mean, he's a lawyer and I'm not yeah. sure how high of a status that job was held at the time. Maybe it wasn't That's a that. point. Or maybe he's going below his station by marrying her, or one of those things. And it's kind of. Could like, be.
2: I don't know. I do know that for, for a lot of history, uh, by which I mean white history, you know, mm-hmm. the only kind anyone ever gets taught about, mm-hmm. um, perf- performers were seen as being lower. They were right. seen as being um, not dirty necessarily, but like, oh, you do that. So maybe, who knows? Like, oh, you're an actor. Like <laughs> Ex- Exactly. Yeah. Um, which, uh, which, honestly, is one of the reasons that. Uh, antisemitism took hold in the association of uh, the Jewish people with the entertainment industry, because for the longest time it was associated with uh, money lending, which was another thing that was considered, like, too low for proper people to do. Oh, so real they said shit? Yeah, exactly. So, real, <laughs> so they said, oh no, we'll just let the Hebrews handle that. So, the, oh, so they were God. like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, sure. And then and they it... got mad at them for being in the position they were put in!
0: Right? And then they do a good job, and they're like, wait, no, not
2: like that. No, exactly! How dare you? Why didn't you just fail like we wanted you to? Okay, so Watson is like, where are we going to find this photograph? Or no, Sherlock says, where are we going to find the photograph? It is most unlikely that she carries it about with her. It is cabinet size. Cabinet size, Nicholas. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> I tried to look that up, too, and I was just
0: like, all I was getting was cupboards. I'm like, how big, <laughs> how, how big is this thing? I don't know. Does that mean, like, is cabinet, like, some kind of... <laughs> Photographic measurement, like I, it's is
2: a one metric cabinet?
0: <laughs> is this a four by six? Is this an eight by? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. The,
2: the legs on that bureau are pretty scandalous. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know that it would be enough to destroy a king's marriage. I don't know. <laughs> I I have to I have to imagine again that that was something to which we are not familiar because to us, cabinet is a it's a big word. It's a word right. that implies bigness. It's basically a closet. Yeah, it's like it cannot be a poster-sized.
0: Pr- like I get I this so, king is an real. idiot, but like yeah. he wouldn't. He wouldn't get it blown
2: up. This like, isn't the eight by fourteen you buy at the at the concert. Yeah, it, no. Yeah. Speaking no, of in, which, did you ever did you ever watch Sleepy Hollow when it was on a show, a TV show? Yeah, on Fox. or like a movie. No, it was a show. It uh, ran no. like four or five seasons a nah. few years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, it's, it's good for a few seasons and then turns real, real bad. <laughs> As do most shows. Uh, yeah, for real. Well, I'll tell you this. They crossed <laughs> over with Bones, which whatever. Anyway, um, one of the All things right. I consistently enjoyed about it was that the main character, Ichabod Crane, don't start. Uh, The main character consistently <laughs> pointed out differences between how we viewed his time period the colonial revolutionary war era and how that mm-hmm. actually was and that was real researched stuff and that was oh, i love that. very interesting to me yeah like he pointed out that like where we say toilet we mean the actual physical object of the mm-hmm. toilet and to, and in his time, a toilet was literally like a big cabinet, and inside that cabinet you kept your wash basin and all of your shaving supplies and all yeah. that. and it was so you attended to your toilet. And so that's honestly, that's what I kind of pictured when they said cabinet size. I'm like, this must right. refer to something for which we don't really have an analog.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that is the case in the in the TV series, which is like the other half of my ref, frame of reference right. besides Google. Uh, it the the photograph is about like a foot by like or okay, I don't know, not a, not even a foot, like maybe like eight inches by seven, eight by six right. or something like that. Um, it's pretty big,
2: but it's not huge. <laughs> just giant, just giant butts. Yeah, that's all it is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, then Holmes impersonates clergy for fun and profit as he is uh prone to do uh adler is set upon by a gang of street toughs uh sherlock attempts to intervene uh seemingly gets a bowl of punch for his trouble Mm -hmm. and um adler brings him in to recover on her sofa it 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 appears it transpires later that this was all according to plan because of course it was Yeah. yeah
0: holmes immerses himself into this role as a clergyman and as like just the most pitiable like Meek just innocent. Milk a toast. Yep. Not a detective at all person that he could possibly think of, which is an yep. g- old clergyman, and yep. uh gets hit in the face, quote unquote. Uh has like fake blood and everything, goes pretends to like faint on her couch and is just like and she buys it at first. Um she buys yep. it, she's like, Oh no, this poor guy uh brings him into her house, all according to plan. Um, and then the watson's one role in this whole the one time he actually gets to do something that he's been waiting for this whole you know this whole adventure watching holmes get hit and like i think holmes just really drives home that watson can't interfere because he knows that the second watson saw somebody hit him he would be jumping into action to defend him
2: right which is reasonable Uh,
0: which is yeah absolutely for a friend for sure i would hope and expect any of my friends to do the same um and a friend with
2: military training to boot
0: right especially that yeah for sure yeah Um, so Watson's one job in this whole thing, you have one job and it's to throw like, uh, a plumber's smoke bomb in or a smoke pipe or something into the, you know, plumbers and their smoke bombs. I think my guess at the actual, you know, real Mm -hmm. life use for that is to like, you put it in a pipe and obviously if smoke leaks out, you know, there's a, you
2: find leaks. Yeah. Yeah, So that's what I assumed, uh, either um, that or, you know, just. Plumber's just smoking dope, just you all know, day yeah. long. Jeez. Just what chasing that do? dragon. Yeah, yeah. not a... shaking hands with Fu Manchu. Yeah, yeah you know. So um, Holmes, Holmes in Watson throws a smoke bomb, yells mm-hmm. fire, panic ensues, and then several of the other people on the
0: street also yell fire because they've been paid Correct. to do this. <laughs> Correct, as we later learn. Just in and case Holmes Watson didn't yell it loud enough, out. now several people are doing it. Uh, but that does make the whole scheme more convincing to her from her perspective right. because if it's just one a dude outside yelling fire it's like what um right but you know so they all yell fire and she uh which was the intention she panics and mm-hmm. goes to and Holmes explains later that like when when a woman thinks that there's a fire she goes to her most prized possession to grab it mm-hmm. to take it out of the house and for uh married woman with a kid it's her baby and right. for irene adler it would obviously be the photograph the most you know important thing to her and she does right. and she presses like like a button on like this or like near the bell pull on like mm-hmm. her you know mantelpiece or whatever and this secret yeah. compartment opens and it's like cool yeah and she reaches in
2: and there's the photograph and yeah. uh, or she just opens Puts it her hand to the wall it scans the hand print the dna right. yeah, exactly. there's a flash like, like a scanner and everything exactly opens up like <laughs> the holodeck yeah
0: yeah and uh and holmes is like sweet and so he sees her do this and he gets his you know he gets what he wanted uh i think it must be somewhere around that time where she realizes that she's been got uh because she she kind of is just like wait wait a second too many of these things are like this is you know she's putting it together but yeah, but then Holmes leaves thinking that he's like, haha, got her. You know, like uh, he, he meets up with Watson, and is like, we talk, to- like, this is in the bag. Like, we'll show up tomorrow right. morning. First thing, we're going to burgle
2: this dame. It'll be yep. fine. We'll go to It'll brunch, get some crepes, look yeah, at the exactly. scandalous photograph. It's going to be a great morning. No, I know you're married. It's fine. I'll cover her ankle. It's, <laughs> you know, don't worry about it. So yeah, I love they- that. Cause like before, I genuinely wasn't sure and I didn't want to look into it because I didn't want to like ruin the surprise, but like, because Watson getting married is always a huge fucking thing in every adaptation. Mm-hmm. I know. They like show the whole wedding
0: and everything.
2: It's a, it's a huge. And it would have made me really happy if the books were like, oh, by the way, I got married. So moving on. And, and like, <laughs> if, if, if it was just like a throwaway line, but of course you I tell mean, me it does have a whole book.
0: Basically at the end of the sign of four, that's kind of just what, you don't see the wedding or anything. Watson's just like, you know what? I'm, me and Mar- me and Mary are going to get married. We decided we're going to do that. And he's telling Holmes and he's like, what do you think? And Holmes is like, all right um
1: <laughs> yeah sure but, you do but, you, and dog. that's it
0: and then after that he's married and uh and unfort, this is so sad um for the characters not for like but like so later mary, mary after after doyle realizes his mistake of mm-hmm. marrying off watson he almost immediately kills her oh, <laughs> he almost buddy. immediately just mary just like she gets some she gets consumption or something and just dies.
2: Oh, ACD. In like like two in fairness, stories. it was real easy for women to die in this time yeah. period, but still. <laughs> um, anyway, it's but... not. It's not even fridging because Watson didn't. It doesn't even motivate him. He's not the main, like actor in these right. stories. He's the passive party. Whatever. Okay, it... so. <laughs> So it is, it is the next day. It is heist day, my dudes. They are going to wake up. They're going to have a good breakfast. They're going to go burgle this woman. It's going to be a great day. The king of Bohemia is going to be in their debt forever. So quote, I slept at Baker Street that night and when engaged upon our toast and coffee in the morning when the king of Bohemia rushed into the room. And that (laughs) had to be, as someone who writes stupid things, (laughs) not because, not for the love of the things, but strictly because, like thinking about what Nick's face is gonna look like when he reads this tweet, I felt a real sense of kinship with Arthur Conan Doyle because just sitting there reading, when the King of Bohemia rushed into the room, I'm delightful. I'm gonna go do some opium. <laughs> it made me really happy, and it was a very humanizing moment. I like how much of his personality comes through in this writing. Doyle's, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely So much of it, it's 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 great, it's beautiful He's a troll, he's a troll and a goof And I love him for it So mm-hmm. so the King of Bohemia runs in <laughs> yeah. Where was he? Did he stay in their house? Did he and Mrs. Hudson have a lovely evening In playing Bohemian Canasta? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, who knows
0: It's uh, so good, I want to see that yeah.
2: movie <laughs> Okay, so they arrive at Adler's yeah. um, And her handmaiden uh, Her mm-hmm. servant girl Lets them know uh, that she had expected them, and has got the fuck out of London while the getting was good. Um, mm-hmm. Sherlock finds Nick, you're a um, you're a you were a fan of Doctor Who back in the day, like myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sherlock finds that Irene Adler has left him a big old hello, sweetie, mm-hmm. uh, in the form of a different photograph of her in an yep. evening dress and a letter explaining in Holmesian fashion, mm-hmm. explaining how she effortlessly. Entirely foxed him. How he's yep. been made the very dupe foot And mm-hmm. it is so choice. Tell me more <laughs> about how you love it, Nick, because I know you've been waiting for this moment the whole time.
0: Oh Lord. I my personal favorite thing about it is that is that it's not just that she left this whole letter saying, like, oh haha this is how like, you know, got ya. Um, it's that she leaves a picture there of yep. just herself. Like, she didn't have she really just drives it home. Like, not only does she write this whole like just let dra- letter just dragging him just like uh-huh. mercilessly telling how she did it but like she leaves a picture doubtlessly with the thought process that he was gonna reach in there see a picture and be like there right. it is you know just like well, well here it is yoink and then find out upon looking at it that like wait and then oh, who knows? read the letter it's just it's beautiful I love Irene Adler so much and it just makes me so sad how she's never honestly this old Victorian story does her the best at better than
2: any movie adaptation that comes afterwards like there's no good Irene Adler out there yet no she's she's never she's never been adapted as as a mental counterpart to Holmes you're absolutely right Mm -hmm. she's always watered down just to be this sort of romantic interest who's also kind of scrappy maybe right like that's that's all you get and I had no idea there was anything more to her now Nick this is a bit of headcanon I've got and the listener is you're free to disagree all right I like to think she got this photo taken specifically for this purpose which again <laughs> took hours so she's just sitting there maintaining what I imagine to be a smirk for the ages oh and like my her, gosh. her face cramping just holding it the thought of Sherlock's <laughs> fury sustaining her
0: i absolutely adore that headcanon but i also equally like the headcanon that it was just like like she has a stack of these pictures for fans that's so good and she yeah. just picks one off the pile and just tosses it in there like whatever this means yep. nothing to me kind of yep. like equally equally hilarious concept. signed it
2: just just autographed it you know
0: yep to whom yeah, autographed it may concern
1: it.
2: Exactly. Wishes, like Ariana xoxo <laughs> that's so yeah. good
0: yeah but then and then that's and that's it and holmes is just like well well damn well, like huh. I gotta go rethink my whole opinion of women now yeah. um much and, bamboozle very yeah, dupe. like like oh um and i i really like that he he not only does he keep the picture of her which like doyle makes a point of saying that like to, right. to show that holmes respects her but he also keeps like the little coin that they paid him uh-huh. to be the groom at his like because he's the groom at their wedding he does that for them they're married whatever and then she's like oh sir thank you so much and she gives him like a one of the, you know a farthing or whatever of which <laughs> is a sovereign a thank lot you
2: of money yeah
0: how much is about I, how much is that I've worth under, then
2: i was going to say if i've understood this conversion table from a novel from the early 90s correctly yeah wait yeah. let's find out let's find out yeah hey Siri. how many dollars is one sovereign okay i found this on the web for how many dollars is one sovereign didn't know either nobody <laughs> knows it's an eternal mystery yep. anyway um yeah so she gave uh she gave but Sherlock this this coin yeah it was it was mm-hmm. a significant sum of money and he's mm-hmm. going to keep it which is I think even then because he mentions that way earlier in the story when he still thinks he's in control he says he's going to mm-hmm. keep it and put it on his watch chain as a remembrance but I think right. even then that might have been a hint he knew something else was going on because he is not a sentimental man he doesn't keep oh, no, absolutely mementos not souvenirs yeah, yeah
0: even when he yeah even when he didn't really know what he was getting into he was like i think he mostly was like i'm gonna keep this as it's kind of like a almost foreshadowing in a way probably unintentional of like oh i'm gonna keep this as a laugh to like show that like right as a remember like of this case i will no doubt solve and get her and like you know of that time like, I of built that one the time King i of Bohemia, yeah. owned irene adler and then at the end he's like oh i'm gonna keep this picture like an actual photo of her and right. like respect like you don't keep pictures of people around your house or person that you don't respect and so it's obviously like she's like oh well you know it's reversed at the end sort of in a way you get what i'm saying yeah no there's a nice narrative symmetry there and that might that might be
2: us projecting onto it but that doesn't mean it's not fair oh right i mean
0: people project all the time well the way that people usually project that is that oh he's obviously in love with Irene Adler. Like the one right. woman who's smart enough to like best of course. him. Of course obviously, he's in love with her.
2: She's the only woman. She's <laughs> like, what <laughs> like
0: who else is he gonna be in love with? Watson? Yeah, exactly. No. Watson. <laughs> wait. No, back up. <laughs> but yeah, I was absolutely making fun of everyone yeah. in that moment.
2: <laughs> yeah. So he tells the king your secret is probably safe. Oh no, mm-hmm. she says that in her letter actually. She says she yeah. has no interest in extorting the king, just yeah. Be cool, and she'll do the mm-hmm. same. And right. then the, the king of Bohemia is just rhapsodizing about her and says, Would she not have made an admirable <sighs> queen? Is it not a pity that she was not on my level? And mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and Holmes replies, uh, From what I have seen of a lady, she seems indeed to be on a very different level to your majesty.
0: Yes, my favorite own of this whole story, it's actually, so good. including Harry Adler, it's, so it's so like it's snarky. just so, just this dull monotone. Like, yeah, no, she is on a different level than you. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> you're
2: not wrong, King of Bohemia. And like, I like to think, I like to think Sherlock was gambling the entire time. Like, does he know enough about English for that mm-hmm. to fly under the radar? <laughs> is, right? It's like, is, is he actually this ballsy, just saying kicks, all this stuff, or... or does he really think? Is he gonna pick <laughs> that up the king that? is just this dumb? Exactly, and then uh, he attempts to pay Sherlock. He slipped an emerald snake ring from his finger. King of Bohemia, mm-hmm. Slytherin confirmed.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yep. how else can you interpret
2: that? J.K. Rowling Makes herself sense. predicted <laughs> somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Or retro. <laughs> predi- exactly. In the future, she will have yeah. predicted in the past.
1: Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, sounds
0: like the kind of thing she would say.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing. Sherlock asks only to keep the photo as his trophy of his own failure at the hands of someone better than he. It is a true mm-hmm. treasure, a treasure of the heart, and so Sherlock is clearly a Hufflepuff. Okay. Oh, See.
1: What? <laughs> We're not I'm talking the about Harry Potter. <laughs> Shut up about Harry Potter. Shut up about
0: Harry Potter. This is the Sherlock Holmes podcast. All right, all right, all right. All right. Harry Potter is illegal. I'm kidding. I like Harry Potter.
2: Well, obviously. I don't think uh, this is the last line. Uh, the last line has something to do about how um, whenever she was mentioned, she was always the woman, which is sort of the keystone sort of thing. That's that's the only way he refers to her and it's sort of a mark of respect. But mm. Watson says, he used to make merry over the cleverness of women, but I have <laughs> not heard him do it of late. Damn straight. Yeah. yeah no, that that would do it.
0: <laughs> if I were a sexist Victorian guy, that would do it for me. Like, I'd be like, oh, shoot, I got to Never mind. Women's smart, yeah. actually.
2: <laughs> you get your brain ass handed to you by a dame. And like, I don't right. care if it's because you have a newfound respect for women or just because you feel bad about yourself. Either way, I'm glad you've shut up about how bad you think women are.
0: <laughs> like-, mm-hmm. like, good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he deserved it. Uh, but yeah, actually, like, uh, it, in, it, 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 it's true, though. Actually, the one thing Doyle managed to be consistent on Holmes is actually, like, he doesn't ever really drag women for no reason ever again it's always mm-hmm. like there are like stories later on where he is he works with his like female clients to be like I need mm-hmm. you to help me solve this not nice. like with detective work but like I I can trust you to do that like you seem intelligent I can trust you mm-hmm. to do this thing in order to help me solve it kind of thing so that's kind of nice
2: well this has been a scandal in Bohemia all our buddies uh, mm-hmm. Nick what are we going to read next do you have one in mind or should we let Siri choose what do you think I got nothing let's let Siri Cool. It's been so helpful so far. I was gonna say, let me bring up the canon. So far, there are Mm -hmm. there are sixty in the canon, including the novels. We've read two of them so far. Hey Siri, please Mm -hmm. choose a number between one and fifty-eight. His 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 his, his. Siri, you there? Hey hey, Siri. There we go. Please Mm -hmm. choose a number between one and fifty-eight. A random number between
0: one and fifty-eight
2: is two. Okay, well, number two is the sign of the here four. We go. Oh, the novel? So, are we going to do another? No- you know what? Why don't we space the novels out a little bit, I think. Yeah, uh, a bit. Yeah. Sign hey, of the four Siri- is great, but it's a lot. Please choose another number between one and 58. A random
1: number between one and 58 is 52.
2: Very good. Okay. I downloaded British series specifically for this bit. So, listeners, I hope you Excellent. appreciate this. the lengths <laughs> my data plan has gone to here. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, Number 52 on my list here is 1926's The Three Gables. Do you know that one at the top of your head? Uh, Yeah, I do. Uh,
0: From what I remember... It's definitely one of the less talked about ones, which is nice. Um, I don't mm-hmm. remember too much about it, but I remember liking it well enough. Cool. So once I read a summary, I'm sure I'll you know refresh but naturally. Yeah, yeah.
2: Cool. Okay. Well, until then, all our buddies, uh, you can read the Three Gables and be ready for next time, or you can just piece it together from the razor sharp uh incisive commentary that we give i'm sure you'll get an accurate picture (laughs) Mm -hmm. until then you can find us uh on twitter you can find our show you can find our individual peeps there and we would love to hear from you we'd love to uh, hear what you think of the stories and until then we'll see you next week all our buddies all right see ya
0: All right. This week we have read a scandal in Bohemia. I
1: (laughs) keep it, keep it. No, perfect. Okay, put that at the end. Was
0: that a burp? Uh, No, my (laughs) voice just cracked. Casey has age regressed back to sixteen years old. Jeez, (laughs) Lula.